So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Harley. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode to help you grow your business. That's the purpose of this whole darn thing. You guys, it, listen, if you enjoy listening into the podcast, but you really would like more than just to hear me, you maybe want to say something to me, maybe you want to ask a question or push back or make a recommendation. Uh, can I invite you over to Facebook? There's a private mastermind community called the Six Figure Photography Mastermind Group. Uh, there's over 4,000 photographers there, and it's an extension of this podcast where I do live content, uh, almost like daily live content, like I'm in there so frequently. And the really cool thing about the mastermind community is that unlike the podcast, we it's a one-way conversation. You're just stuck listening to me. In the Mastermind Group, when I go live, uh, it becomes a two-way street and there gets to be a dialogue that occurs. And so please come and join me there. You can gain access to it by going to sixfigurephotography.com, S-I-X, you're going to spell out that number, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. All right, you guys, we're going to get into today's episode we have Andrew Jordan back on the show. He is owner of Big Picture CPA. This is the guy that I like to talk to about all the things that I don't like to talk about, <laughs> which is accounting. <laughs> but here's the deal, you guys. We're coming through this pandemic. And I say that very optimistically. Did you like the way I spun that? We're coming through the pandemic. Who knows what that even means? Um, we've been weathering the storm for uh, uh, quite some time now. And um, what Andrew and I are going to be chatting about um, is, is maybe going to be, um, man, maybe you're coming through this thing and you're, and you're pretty financially wrecked. If you're like me, that's probably, listen, if you're a photographer, that's probably true. Is this thing's really kind of, of, of wrecked um, what you had hopes for? 
this year. And so Andrew and I want to open up a conversation around that. And and listen, this can go a number of directions uh, in terms of policy and, and ideas and 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 also just noteworthy advice that, that Andrew may have here. Um, as we do dive into this, I do want to just make the big statement that although Andrew is a CPA. He is not your CPA. <laughs> so although we may be talking about some different dates and some different ideas, that's it, it, not for your like your state. Um, and so all of what we're going to be talking about is a conversation between us. It's our opinions. It's not direct advice. I want to encourage you guys to make sure that you take this information, the ideas that we talk about, and then you go bring them to your personal CPA. And hey, I heard I heard this guy, Andrew Jordan, talk about this thing. You know, is this something that I should be taking a look at? So you guys, welcome to the show. Andrew Jordan. How are you, man? Hey, man. I'm awesome. Thanks for having me back. Good. Was my disclaimer, was that good? Was that clear? Was that helpful? That's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And I appreciate it. I am not your CPA. Definitely check with your CPA and all this stuff. Okay, good. That being said, Spill all the beans. Give us all the advice of all the things to do. No, I'm just kidding. I, I won't put you in that situation. But but Andrew, you really work specifically with creatives. Is that true? Yeah. And actually, Big Picture is really only photographers. We don't really work with other creatives, just with photographers. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. What are you seeing out there, man? I mean, what what is what is coming up for uh, for you as photographers are connecting with you? Well, I mean, really, where are the main stressing points at? You know, the fact that most people's revenue has gone down to basically zero for a couple months, that's what is first and foremost on everyone's mind. But it's really encouraging to me. We had uh, two phone calls today with photographers who are looking to sign up because they're forward looking and they're saying, we're growing, we're getting back, things are opening up. Maybe they haven't even opened up yet, but they're going to. And when they do, I don't want to spend my time doing bookkeeping or worrying about taxing. That's the Taxes, that's like a very uh, proactive reinvesting in your business kind of forward looking view. And it's pretty cool to see. And that is a lot of what we're seeing when people contact us. Yeah, this has been, you know, the this whole pandemic, thing, it's, it's, it's really, um, well, I was just talking with Brian Caparici over at Sprout Studio and it's been it's like a magnifying glass uh, for the, the kind of the areas of, of your business that are maybe the weak points. And I think for a lot of photographers that does kind of fall around some of the, 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 the money management, the accounting, the filing, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so this is really an opportunity for people to, um, uh, to get after it and, and to start kind of, um, taking a look at how, how things could be improved. And so maybe like, do you see, um, this is a rather leading question, um, (laughs) but maybe it's, it's an assumption I should say, like, I have this assumption out there that you encounter, uh, maybe like a few different types of photographers and you correct me if I'm wrong. You tell me that if this isn't true or, or I'd love to hear maybe how you could finesse this a little bit more or give it more clarity. I imagine that you encounter photographers who have absolutely zero clue. They've, when, when someone gives them $800 for a session, they just throw it right in their bank account and don't think about that money until it's time to pay for their rent and and buy groceries and that kind of stuff. And so maybe for them, this is just like a whole new world of like, oh, there's a way to do this. And I imagine then there's the people who are kind of maybe a year in past that and and uh, they're starting to build these good habits. 
And then the third group is maybe um, a group of drivers that are really looking to kind of like maximize or minimize or like all tax liability. They're like, they're going, you know, really educating themselves into this whole thing. And, and, you know, you're kind of along for the ride. Uh, is that, is that accurate? Where, where, where does that fall? Yeah, no, it, that is fair. And we end up, because we always offer a free consult. And there's some people we talk with, and they just need someone to bounce a couple things off of, because they are really getting started, and they don't need a lot more services. And then there's the people who are growing and maybe grown to the point where they start outsourcing things like bookkeeping or like, uh, you know, initial touch up, some other things, they start outsourcing those. And then you get the people who are, and it's probably the people who are hitting six figures is where we really see it, where they're starting to say, you know, look, I'm consistently profitable and I know it. And I'm paying a ton of money in taxes and I want to stop paying so much in taxes. So that's fair. There absolutely is a whole bunch of people on the continuum. And uh, it, the biggest photographer we have, Soul Shooter, uh, is doing close to $200,000 in sales a year. And that's pretty cool to see. No, that is. That's awesome. That's wild. So as um, as we're looking at uh, uh, the last couple months with, I mean, really no cash flow <laughs> for most of us, and it's not been entirely true. Um, you know, what are some of the options that we currently have, and who knows if they'll still be available, but that that you're seeing photographers do um, to find that relief and to find that support for for getting cash back into the business. You know, the biggest thing that we see is people either getting a PPP, which is that forgivable kind of grant loan thing that covers kind of eight weeks of your expenses in theory, um, or uh, unemployment or sometimes a combination, right? For some people, they got the PPP, but they're still shut down after that eight-week period. You can then roll on after that onto unemployment. And the increased unemployment, which gives you, in depending on your state, something like seven, eight, nine hundred $900 a week, that goes through the end of July. So for a lot of people, and, and my thought has been by the end of July, hopefully most people will be back to shooting and we'll have a, a chance to get some things scheduled again and be back in the saddle. So through the end of July, though, you've got a pretty decent unemployment revenue coming at you from the government. I think with the, so you, yeah, so you brought up the PPP. I've, you know, all of this kind of stuff, um, as I've looked around the photography circles, there's a lot of, I think, fear around, um, A, taking the government's money, sure. um, B, to take going into debt at all. Um, and so I'd love to hear your thoughts on on either of those, actually both of those, those topics um, in terms of, is that a valid stance to hold? Is there something that we, we really should be cautious about? Um, or, or, and I know this is, you know, it's probably going to depend on the individual or, or could this be a, a, a really great move for your business? Yeah. You know, we've talked with different people who have kind of a, and we're talking about PPP, which is the forgivable loan kind of has, have a mental objection. Either I don't want the government to be in my business or I don't want to take money from the government. And we just encourage people, man, I don't think now is the time to be worried about that too much. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't think it is. You want to protect your business. The government is wanting to keep businesses from folding so that the economy can rebound. Like we're all in this kind of together. I don't think that needs to be a concern. I'm personally like a fan of small government, but I'm telling people I'd go for the PPP money if it applies to you, all that kind of thing. It is debt. PPP is 
unless it gets forgiven. Now, it, it kind of depends on where you're at as a photographer. If you are a sole proprietorship, it's pretty clear what you get forgiven. Like it, it's really clear um, because you get based on how much you profited in 2019, you get like eight weeks worth of that, basically. That's like the quick and dirty. So it's it's low risk. Like it's definitely that amount. And you want to talk to your CPA and figure out exactly what amount that is. Because sometimes you can borrow more than will be forgiven. And so I get that people get nervous about that. But talk to your CPA and say, how much am I sure is going to get forgiven? Leave the rest of the money in that separate account, if you will. But take out the amount you're going to get forgiven and survive. Right, keep your business alive. That's yeah. not a risky thing to do. That's not really taking on debt in my mind. Yeah. So this is good. So so, uh, and I heard you just say one thing. You know, it's like talk to your CPA. Are there ways that we can, as we're looking at these different funding options as as small business owners, uh, really get educated on it? Uh, do you recommend getting self-educated on it? Do you mind, do you recommend working with someone to kind of like manage it? I've even seen. I've seen, I don't know how I feel about this. I've seen um, companies uh, pop up or maybe it's just a new offering where they're offering to kind of manage your SBA loan funding. Yeah. Um, but then they'll take a percent of whatever you get. Do you know what I mean? Like, so if you get issued yep. hypothetically $10,000 uh, and they're going to keep 10%, so they'll keep a thousand of it as kind of payment. Do you know what I mean? Like I've seen that pop up and I was a little leery about that. Is Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. And I am not a fan of that model. Although for photographers, like it maybe works out well for you because most photographers are getting pretty small PPPs. So the percentage is pretty small, relatively speaking. But man, I, I think to spend an hour or two with a professional who you're already hopefully working with, who knows you a little bit, man, you're talking maybe a few hundred dollars. It's not a big investment considering what's at stake. Yeah. No, that's clear. I get that, man. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S. T.O. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, this is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, they make like, like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, the really cool thing too is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, it gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo.
do you remember when you started your photography business? Like it was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, Our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks is invoicing and accounting software, and it is designed specifically for small business owners, not like massive shops, small business owners. It is simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized. Uh, well, then, uh, for me, it's it's like the bottom drawer of like my IKEA furniture. But maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts. Either way. With FreshBooks, you create and send professional-looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part. With FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used FreshBooks. There's a 30-day free trial. There's no catch. There's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography. Freshbooks.com forward slash photography and enter six-figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six-figure photography. You guys, at this point... Let's hop back to the show. So as you're working with photographers and and you're you're kind of hearing uh, the frustrations uh, that they have, uh, assuming that they're gonna uh, that they're getting funded, where do you see this um, man, where does inside maybe I'm thinking specific about the wedding photographers. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about right now because we're in such a unique spot in that really we've got to wait a whole other year cycle, right? Um, this may be the time to become a portrait photographer. <laughs> but do you do you have a number of of like wedding only clients? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the only people that I think are maybe actually in even worse spot than the wedding photographers. We talked to someone who said, um, in the month of March, I typically make like half of my income for the year, March, April, because I do um, dance recitals and every dance recital is canceled and I hire all these part-time shooters and I'm not hiring anyone this year because there's none and I just lost. And PPP doesn't help you much, right? Because PPP looks at your whole year as on like average and they're like, yeah, but all my income is in this six week period, you know, almost half or more for the year. So yeah, but wedding photographers, other than that one photographer, man, wedding photographers really did get beat up by this a lot. You know, there's still some small sessions that are happening. There's still some engagement sessions that we're hearing about. Some of it will bounce back, but you only have so many weekends free, you know? So yes. even if the rest of the year's book, like you only have so many weekends free anyway, and it's going to limit it for sure. Yeah. So in that situation, what are, uh, and, and, and maybe you're not, you know, giving this type of advice, but, but I'm curious what you're seeing, you know, for the wedding photographers, how are you seeing them kind of, uh, uh, generate revenue in the business, you know, in this, in this interim, or are you seeing them kind of like ride it out? Yeah. I mean, honestly, what we're seeing is people saying, look, I either got PPP or I went with, uh, I just went straight to unemployment. It kind of depends on how much money you're making, which one makes sense, but some combination thereof. And the idea for a lot of people, 
um, except for the ones who are getting really, really successful. They're, they're the ones who are really hurting from this. But the people who are more moderately successful, making a good income but not crazy, they're, they're doing about as well financially on unemployment as they were otherwise. And so the ones who are able to kind of keep their head above water and keep that longer term perspective and keep positive about stuff, they're telling us and they're, they're just going crazy about how much marketing they're getting done. You know, the social media plans written for the rest of the year and it's going to be so much better. They're figuring out their software is better. Their process is better. And they're, they're, they're taking the time and they're reinvesting it in themselves because they know it's going to come back. They know they've got a good business. It's a matter of, do we have enough cash for two or three months? No one has maybe enough cash just to float if your cash went to zero, your cash coming in, but unemployment helps supplement or PPP helps supplement. And so they're like, look, we know we're going to be okay. How do we make the most of it from here? And I think those are the people who are going to come out ahead from this thing. Maybe yeah, not ahead, so, but you know, better off. Sure. Yeah. You know, yeah not so there's bad. kind of this, this the, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, this kind of idea of is, is 2021 going to be like a, is it going to be like a crazy year in terms of for business? Mm. Like is, uh, is all of this downturn for, for 2020 going to essentially create this big pent up demand? And, um, and so what that'll look like, um, for 2021. And so, um, yeah, I'm curious how, how we can be preparing for that. I, mean, I think the answer to that is largely how photography as an industry is going to respond. I mean, I, personally, I value photography a ton, right? And so I'm kind of itching to get out there and get pictures, especially I've got three growing kids. And so, you know, much time passes and you kind of miss your window to get them at that age. And so for me, I'm, I'm wanting to get out there and get some more photographs done of my family. But I already feel that way. I, I think though some of that is created by photographers, everyone's stir crazy. So as soon as like restaurants start opening, they're hitting capacity pretty quick because people are just, you know, stuck at being uh, stuck at home and they're sick of it. If you can tap into some of that, I mean, I think that helps you in 2020, man. I think a lot of the weddings, I don't, I don't hear of a lot of people saying, you know what, we're going to postpone our big wedding one year and we're going to still do the big full photography and we're going to do all that stuff. I hear more of like people eloping, people doing small ceremonies, sometimes still with photographers, but I'm afraid. I don't think like the three months or four months we missed in 2020. I don't think that's going to just get added to the rest of 2020 into 2021. I wish it were. I don't think it's going to though. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's wild. I, thankfully, we've seen most of our couples. Well, they're they're all postponing, um, but but thankfully they're you know they've kept us on, and um, and are you know are still going through with it. Um, at least with, with our coverage, you know, like we, uh, our numbers are the same, no matter how many guests you have. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, and so thankfully, you know, no one's just outright, uh, abandoned ship. You know, we are seeing a lot of people who are still doing very small, like, uh, almost like vows on their original date, yeah. you know, just like them together somewhere. And then are going to do like a big party here, uh, in, you know, in the next year, and so it's kind of created like a new offering of like, okay, well, what does it look like to cover that? You know, just that one, yeah, that one kind of component. So I see what you're saying. So yeah, you, you get them in 2020 with a small session and then you do the big shindig next year. That would be awesome. 
Yeah. If, yeah, yeah. Assuming it works out, you know, some people are also expecting that we, we just do that, you know, and maybe, maybe that's the right move at times, you know, it's a long-term play. Maybe it's not. Uh, so, so, um, man, it's, it's wild. No, as far as, um, from a CPA standpoint, um, is, is there anything that we should really be aware of. Um, and I know that's a vague question, my man, I, because I'm not in your shoes. I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, an accountant. Um, uh, but I feel like you, you kind of got this bird's eye view of, 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 you know, there's been, I guess I just feel like there's been so much confusion. Like there's so many shifts of dates, sure. um, you know, with the cares act, they kind of move things around. Taxes aren't due now at this time, the things are getting pushed back and postponed. And my fear is, you know, remember that middle group of photographers I was describing that like they 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 kind of got into some good habits and they kind of figured things out a little bit. Yep. Well, now everything's different. <laughs> I feel like everything kind of changed a little bit, and I'm curious if you if you're foreseeing uh, anything kind of down the line or coming up even that you're like, oh man, I hope people are aware of this, or I well, I, I we really need to draw attention and remind people that like, Hey, th this is a, this is a thing that, that the community needs to be aware of. Um, and so maybe that gave a little bit more clarity around what I was trying to get at. Yeah, no, absolutely. And there are a couple things. Ben, the other thing I would say, just kind of like in general, it's really easy when something is stressful and this is all super stressful and then it's complicated. Uh, it's complicated for us CPAs and the changes are frustrating. It's easy to just sort of stick your head in the sand and ignore it. I mean, we have people come to us who say, I haven't filed since 2014. And it's because it just it gets so overwhelming that they just stick their head in the sand further and further for like six years, right? And that happens. And so if that's you, like you're not actually, they always think they're the only ones. It's not the case. But if you're a photographer, maybe you're in those good habits. It'd be really easy to just be like, let it wash over you and just be like, I can't deal with that now. And and so I would say, I will tell you a couple dates and a couple things you definitely need to be aware of and, and remind you of these. But man, of all the times to reach out to um, a professional advisor, like your CPA, they're not overwhelmed right now. They will take an hour call with you, schedule something with them and just talk through your situation with them. I think it's a really good investment. The peace of mind is worth a lot, if nothing else, you know? Um, and you don't want to miss some of these deadlines just because you're not thinking about them. And again, I know it's easier not to think about them, but if you've got someone to walk through it with you, which you do, and that's why my profession exists, not so bad. So what one of the changes they made is they delayed the due date from being April 15th for tax returns to being July 15th. And so that is still the case. Um, and July 15th is coming up pretty quick. Another thing that they did is if you're self-employed, you probably make quarterly estimates. So most photographers did, or at least kind of know that you should. First and second quarter estimates both got pushed to July 15th. So July 15th is a really big day. Your tax return is due by then, and you've got first and second quarterly estimates. Now, now first and second quarter for a lot of people is pretty dead, right? So that might be a small number. But again, don't just like let it wash over you. At least know what it is. And if if you should pay in a thousand dollars, you can only pay in five hundred. Five hundred is better than nothing. And so take take you know some responsibility for that. Step into it. Kind of lean into it a little bit. You'll be glad later that you did. Um, another thing. Yeah, go for it. I have a question on the estimates thing. Um, if, you know, uh, and this is where my. Uh, 
lack of knowledge will be so clear. <laughs> uh, but that's why we have you guys. So, you know, the, the estimates, um, my quarterly estimates have always been based off of last year. And is there, uh, is there any penalty in, in having it not be based off of last year, but just looking at your current year being like, well, this was nothing. <laughs> so, and so making dramatically different quarterly, you know, payments for Q1, Q2. Yeah, no, for sure. So, um, there's a couple of different ways of doing estimates and we typically look at your current year activity anyway, which is exactly what we're saying here. So we, and we only do it if we're doing your QuickBooks. So we know that the numbers are right. And so you're estimating based on, you know, the right numbers, but that's a perfectly acceptable way of doing it. It's also fine to just use last year's tax return. The problem. So if you use last year's tax return and you pay in those amounts, you'll generally be penalty safe. That's all that does for you. It doesn't mean you're not going to owe a bunch of taxes. It means you won't owe penalties. If you owe more than $1,000 in taxes, which is really easy to do, especially if you're self-employed, then you could be looking at penalties and interest and it gets expensive. And so you want to avoid that. So that's why a lot of people just say, well, as long as you pay in as much as you owed for last year, and so that's what the system can calculate, your tax preparer, that's how they know how much you should pay you know, for this year on April 15th. Um, even though most of the year hasn't happened yet. What we do and what I'm saying people could do here is look at your actuals and based on that, say how much you should pay in. That's a totally acceptable thing to do. And in fact, like if you had a banner year last year and then you were dead Q1 and Q2, man, the last thing I would want to see people do is struggle and strain and like lock away a bunch of cash paying estimates that they don't really need to pay in. You're just going to get a big refund next year. You're not required to do it that way. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's what I was, that's, that's what I was yeah. curious about. Good question. Yeah, really good. Well, and, and yeah. I say the due date is now July 15th. One caveat on that is if by April 15th, you extended your tax return, typically you can get a six month extension until October 15th. So if you did that, you, you then don't have until July 15th, you have until October 15th. So some people don't actually have their stuff due until October 15th. For some people, it'll be July 15th. Gotcha. Man. Okay. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Okay. So then I, I know that you've put together a number of resources um, uh, for photographers um, kind of in this, in this, uh, in this time. Has there been anything that's really stuck out? You know, like I produce all kinds of content, you know, and uh, a lot of it's fine. <laughs> Every now and then I produce something, people like it really like it. It really seems to be helping. Has there been anything in particular that, that you've produced or passed on that seems to be making a big difference uh, for photographers? You know, the thing that seemed to resonate the most with people was back when you were trying to decide, do I go on unemployment? Do I get a PPP? Do I get an EIDL? There's just so many programs. It was really confusing. So we did a bunch of videos on those and then keeping people updated. And I think that was really important and crucial. I think the good news here is as of when we're recording this, like most of that has already passed, right? Those decisions have already been made. You've already made it through most of the hard time because Ben, I share your outlook. I think things are opening back up. Depends on where you live exactly when that is, but that's what I'm seeing as well. So you're going to be able to start earning money again. So I think we're through the worst of it as a as a country. And so as far as what was helpful, that was what was really, really helpful and re- people resonated with. And I think the good news is 
it's a lot less complicated going forward. You got a PPP, okay, you got to deal with forgiveness. You got an EIDL, that's one you for sure have to repay. Just make sure you're able to repay it and it's small monthly payments and go forward with that. You're on unemployment, know you got until July 31st for the increased federal amount. So you definitely want to be up and rolling again before then. Man, there you go. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, as as this whole thing has hit and kind of panic struck the market and um and you've been kind of counseling photographers, is there like are there any big takeaways that in like a post-pandemic world <laughs> that this is kind of exposed for photographers? Things that that like okay, well, this uh, you know, clearly this is something that um uh it, it, <laughs> I, I guess it's something that we should we should really be be taking um, a, a serious look at uh, for our business, and maybe this is this kind of exposed that brought some light to it, and um, and yeah, so I guess I'd love to hear uh, like what what is the what is a good next step as, as things begin to reopen and we get to start you know getting our businesses moving again. What is it that we should also be paying really close attention to uh, in regards to our our accounting and to our money management? Um, is there anything that's kind of become clear through this? You know, one thing that we saw, and and we'll probably never have government programs quite like this again, but a lot of photographers were caught pretty flat-footed. Not just photographers, a lot of small businesses. And I always like to say this because you you photographers, and, and I, know, I say you because I am a terrible photographer. I've talked about that before, but really surprisingly poor at taking a f- photograph. But uh, it's one of the reasons I appreciate what the profession does so much as photographers. But man, like... <sighs> A lot of small businesses were caught flat-footed and weren't able to even get funding that they were entitled to because of the way things were done and were done wrong in the past. I have one guy I was talking with who's an S-corporation. And an S-corporation is kind of a more sophisticated thing as you get bigger. Those people were looking for tax savings because they're paying a bunch. Like S-corp is one of the things we often look at. But the people who set it up for him, like he wasn't really quite ready for that. So it was just costing him extra money every year. And the real problem is he didn't qualify for unemployment because if you're an S corporation, you're supposed to be an employee of the company and pay yourself payroll. Had he done that, it'd be easy to qualify for unemployment. But because he didn't, they're like, okay, well, show us your pay stub. He's like, well, I don't have a pay stub. I didn't pay myself anything. And I said, oh, okay, well, you're on, you're self-employed then. Self-employed people works for you. Give us your Schedule C as a self-employed sole proprietorship. And he's like, yeah, I don't have that either. So he's really struggling to get any sort of benefits from this thing. And he didn't qualify for PPP because as an S corporation, they look at your payroll and he had no payroll. So, I mean, it's an unusual cir- circumstance, but like, man, any government programs – you really lose out on if you don't have good record keeping. After Katrina, there were a lot of fishermen who were just like taking cash and not reporting it. And so they missed out on a lot of the benefits because they've been understating their income all along. I mean, it's just one of those like ironic times, but like when you need it most and you should get it and it's not there for you because you've been trying to cheat the system a little bit or because you've, in his case, not trying to cheat. He just didn't know what the rules were. Man, that's that's a stiff, stiff uh, price to pay, and it's really painful to see. So, as so far in this situation, yeah. maybe what I'm hearing you say is is um, to talk with your CPA about how your business is structured and how you uh, maybe three questions: how your business is structured, how you pay yourself, and then how you 
kind of report that how you how you keep record of that is is that clear is is that it it's a really clear way of saying it yeah exactly those three things you should definitely know about your photography business yeah and listen this is a you know shameless plug for gusto man are you familiar <laughs> with gusto dude but yeah, here's the ironic thing. This guy used Gusto, and he's he's not the first one we've heard. I love Gusto. Gusto does a great job, but he couldn't figure it out, which I know is super easy. So there's a whole thing. But like he had trouble with this. So he ended up paying himself through Gusto as draws, and he thought he was paying himself payroll. Oh, no. Right? What? <laughs> oh, Gusto's yeah. Like right? the hardest thing to mess up. Listen, like saved my life during Gusto this was That's what you were talking about in regards to reporting. Uh, even for like the forgiveness, uh, for the PPP, for sure. it's like Gusto just is like, it's, it's, it's brought up all the resources, all the reporting that all, all the documents that I'm going to need, um, put it all in an organized structure of like, okay, here's what, even when I was applying for the PPP, it was like, okay, this is how much you qualify for. Here's this, here's this, here's this. And then here's a lender that you can go and reach out to. They just made it so clean. Uh, for record keeping and everything. So I guess it goes to show you though, I, I mean, to be fair, while I have Gusto, I also have an accountant that is helping me to manage it properly. For sure. Um, and is getting that second pair of eyes uh, inside it. Uh, but man, it's been it's been a, a lifesaver uh, for us. I could not imagine the headache I would be in if I didn't have it. You know, it's the same thing though, Ben. Like this is just a really extreme like stress test for everyone. But you're going to have all sorts of things. You're going to have a big wedding that gets canceled. You're going to get sick for a month. Like all these things are going to happen to your business that'll stress it. And so the partners you work with, like Gusto, the preparedness or lack of preparedness. And I would say, of course, I'm a CPA, so it's how I see the world. But your books being in order, your tax returns being caught up, you knowing like what's going on with your business. That's the other thing. I mean, the uncertainty is what kills you. It's the fear that kills you. The uncertainty causes a lot of the fear. That's the worst part of any of this. And so being able to know your books and know where you are and where you stand and how much you're actually decreasing so you can make smart decisions, as well as getting the most from those government programs and things, man, the people who are able to do that are the people who are calm and the people who are calm are planning ahead and they've got their strategy rolling out and and it's wonderful to see. One other thing I'd say, Ben, we see people who have niched doing better. And I think that there's a... People could say, as you were kind of joking, like, man, now would be a good time to maybe move from weddings to portraiture. I I think that's just joking because it seems like they were a little bit less hit. But someone who's really dialed in on weddings, like you're really dialed in on weddings, right? Correct. Yeah. And and how many weddings have you lost? Uh, An unsurmountable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go like, I need to take a look at the most current numbers. It's in the, I mean, it's probably. 20 something 25 how many of them are rescheduling though with you oh uh so far confirmed 23 so there's only two that are uh they kind of just went dark on us we've been trying to you know connect and so not exactly sure where they're going to stand but but the others have all have all rescheduled already because i would say like man it is painful and i don't want to undermine it like the short-term pain but there's people who dabble in photography of weddings and a bunch of other things. And what we're seeing is it, there's a lot more porous. They're losing a lot more because they don't know how to message it and how to communicate and how to keep those people rolling on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and this mm-hmm. is yeah, me assuming, but like, I don't think those people probably all 23 just proactively came to you and it's like, Ben, we're postponing and we're definitely keeping you. 
Or even if they did, if you were more of a generalist and they weren't so wowed by your work and in your whole package, man, I I don't think that happens as much. So yeah, I think they'd be, specialists you'd be replaceable. Yeah, exactly. A lot easier to get rid of you if they're not like, but my wedding's not my wedding without Ben Hartley taking the photos. You know what I mean? That's what you want them to think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And I've heard arguments on both sides of this. And so, uh, it's nice to hear that perspective. That's the one that we've seen and that, and that kind of we're, we're taken. So I hope it pans out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so I have a buddy who is a CPA and his specialty, all that he does is gyms. All that he does is gyms and man, talk about a tough industry to be in. But the cool thing about that is he was able to say, like he wrote all this amazing content, built incredible goodwill with his people is adding gyms because their CPA didn't do this for them. But he's, he's like, look, here's how you talk to your landlord. 10 steps. Here's the first thing you do. Then here's what you do. Then here's what you do as a gym talking to your landlord. Cause that's the problem gyms have, right? Yeah. And so you're able yeah. to be like just so amazingly tailored. I and mean, that's why we have big picture, right? So we're able to be really in tune with like photography. And so you need to have a niche. And, and again, not that you can't ever dabble outside of it or do anything else. But like, to me, the stress that was put on it from this, it just reaffirms for me why it's important to have a niche and have a specialty. Yep. Yeah. I totally agree. Jordan, Sorry, I sometimes I, I go to the, your last name because you've got Everyone two first names. That's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, where where can people find you online? Look to you as a resource uh, if they're looking maybe to have that that um, capacity filled. You know, maybe their businesses like they're recognizing the importance of having someone who knows what they're actually doing <laughs> sure. with accounting to make sure you they're avoiding these situations. And, um, and isn't interested in the generalist, really wants someone who's dialed in the photography community. So, so Andrew, where can people find you online and, and learn more about what you offer? Yeah, just Google Big Picture CPA or our website is CPA for Photographers. You can do the number four, you can do a spell down, that'll get, get you to us. And we, we start everyone out with a free phone call with Emma. Uh, she's wonderful. She's our creative to nerd translator. And just talk through and see if we're a good fit for you and you're a good fit for us. That's awesome. I love the creative to nerd translator. That's important. You know? Oh, it super is. Um, Andrew, thank you so much uh, for being on the show, um, for kind of guiding these conversations, for opening up the dialogue there. It is, um, I mean, it's the very first thing that I encourage photographers when they're, when they're growing and they're trying to figure out what do I outsource first? I firmly believe it's not your editing. And it's not your, you know, office assistant or your, your emails. It is accounting. And so really grateful to have you on here, man. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Of course. Podcast listeners, go check out Big Picture CPA, what Andrew Jordan is doing over there. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I just really can't stress this stuff enough. Uh, this whole crisis that we've been in is, is just put our business in a crucible and it has exposed the weaknesses. And I know for me, there's still... Um, opportunity for growth uh, within better organization and structure for this stuff. And so really grateful to have people like Andrew uh, out there helping helping this community. And I just want to plead to you um, as a small business owner that um, to, to, to really take this um, to really take this seriously, take this stuff to heart. You guys, thank you uh, for caring for your business uh, by listening today. Uh, appreciate you so much. And we'll see you in the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Until then, bye everybody. 